Strutting while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh God. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All oh, this melts of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> Damn it, I screwed up. What's happening right now? I don't know. Warren's pointing at me. Warren's making weird what, symbols what and talking to Mike and all this stuff. Well, welcome to Driving While Awesome. This My is na- a podcast radio hour. <laughs> My name is Brian. I'm uh, this is a Sunday edition. I'm Warren. You're Lane. Thank you for introducing yourself, gentlemen. Wow, that was who else painful. is here? Art's here. Art's here as well, guys. Let's start we over. Introduce ourselves, no start man. Over. Danny George says we don't have to anymore. Yeah, Danny George also like Danny voted George for he Trump, hate, and, and he hates our intro music. Yeah. What does he know? Danny George knows nothing. Danny George treats objects like women, man. Which is great. Not a golfer. All right, Nothing. call me crazy. Oh, jeez. New project car update, project vehicle update. Uh, we project bought, car update? We bought a uh, camper yesterday, what? a pop-up tent camper. You're Sick. fucking Right crazy. when I think you couldn't be any dumber, <laughs> you go and do something like that. Oh, my God. Dude. Uh, let me guess. It I was, wouldn't expect anything different from Lane. It was $1,000, and it needs to be completely redone. No, it's in good shape. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh my God, that's the boat of. That's I, like, I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's you right. act surprised, Lane. Come on. I'm not surprised at all. It's the boat of the land. <laughs> it's the land of boat. Can you lay down fully stretched out? <laughs> I know. Yeah, absolutely. So it's a no, pop. It's actually pop. huge. It's one of the little pop up ones. Like yeah. Little yep. Yep. How much was it? Uh, eight hundred dollars. Eight hundred dollars, oh. and it doesn't need anything. Pretty cheap. Oh, that's yeah. incredibly cheap. Yeah, it needs wheel bearings and canvas. It doesn't appear to. The someone canvas died is good. In, someone died inside of it. No, no <laughs> stories about that, or soup. at least that they relayed to me. Smells like shit. Soup kitchen. No, so they they bought it for. It was this older couple. They bought it for like seven hundred fifty bucks, and it was tattered, I guess, uh, or just super dirty. <laughs> and they, you know, uh, spent a ton of time cleaning it, uh, and they got it for their daughter to basically live in while she was uh you know i don't know she was in between houses or something and uh it's in decent shape so we'll see i mean you know how these things go it's like uh one more thing to put a little money and time into but uh, sure and dude we're stoked it's what uh, brand is it uh starcraft yeah constellation Mm -hmm. it's bigger than uh you know i've looked at these for a little while here and there we were we rented a scamp one of the enclosed scamp trailers and everything Uh, and you know we had been talking about it uh something and this you know the price just was pretty cheap for this one and it looked good so we did it but uh it's bigger than uh you know it's like one of the bigger of the Mm pop-ups it's not the biggest like they get really crazy but uh when you when it's open, it's it's huge inside. I don't know. We'll see. It'll be fun. Okay, really looking forward to it. I mean, eight hundred bucks you can't lose too big. Yeah, it's not crazy. really. Yeah, it just seems like a another thing. Yeah, on the old property, it's another thing on the property. Yeah, so uh, yeah, you know, I had to 
uh, reached back into my uh, trailering skills and, you know, I had to back it into the forest, get it all crazy. It worked out okay. I still still had it. Uh, In between um, some redwoods? Yeah. But, yeah, because we were doing, you know, we like to go camping sometimes, but with a kid and a dog doing the tent thing just isn't realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, and we we rented a camper, and it was super nice to just have a made bed and a little sink and a place to go. And uh, So we'll see how it goes. It's cold turkey, too, maybe. Yeah. Hopefully, you, <laughs> like Coast Guard doesn't have to rescue you. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, tire condition. Uh, that was like my main concern when picking it up. Uh, they look okay. Uh, you know, he had them pumped up for me to 40 pounds. That's comp TAs. Crisp handling. Yeah. Crisp. <laughs> Radial. Uh, TAs. Sorry. Thank you. 12 inch wheels. That'd be uh, rad if you got biased tires, by the way. Be really rad. I wouldn't be surprised. Wish it had a tube in it. That's what a biased tire is. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah, all, man, all the I, lights work on the outside, you know, for getting it home. It was all legal and everything. And it's got one fold-out queen and, like, one fold-out full kind of thing. Uh, it's bigger than that. It's like a king and a queen. King and a queen. And wow. even, like, a shower if you want to get crazy. Oh, that's you can, like, assemble. Probably real hyge- hygienic. Yeah. At this point, the old $800 StarCraft shower. No, it's it's pretty it's pretty clean. It's in It's in good shape. Okay. So and good yeah. Nick. I believe it's that cheap. Good Nick, I guess That's, you would say. That is cheap because I've looked at this for a while before we went He bought it from a from a from a chap named Billy. Lane's just saying that because he likes talking it with accents. Yeah, he's, he's doing <laughs> wheelie dealer. Yeah, wheelie dealer. You uh, said, "Hey, let's. Ha- I'll give you eight hundred. Yeah. Let's yeah. have a deal. Yeah, put out your hand. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's your hand. Yeah. You're not going to get anything better. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but I don't. What I'm confused about is like I, I've never bought or, or purchased a car from anyone that has told me the, their purchase price. That's really odd that they told you how much they. He told me at the very last minute. I was not asking. It was a cheap. <laughs> Right. So, I mean, he had, he had mentioned during the time when we were like, you know, going through the whole process of like closing it up and showing how everything folds and stuff. He had told me that he looked and, you know, none were this cheap. They were all going for a lot more. But I didn't really, you know, start a discussion about it. It was basically like we, we, you know, we got it. It seemed like a good price and that's it. Whatever. Uh, and then at the very end, he told me that they got it for $50 less than he was selling it for. Can I ask you, how long have you been looking for this? Uh, Christina found it. So the yeah. question is for her, really. Uh, but, I mean, I, we've been looking at campers and that sort of thing for kind of, uh, you know, on and off for a long time. Yeah. But we were thinking it would be something that we were going to pay, like, three to 5000 for or something. Right. Like, we were going to try to get one of those scamps. Yeah, those are uh, a casita. Yeah, or a casita. <laughs> yeah. Good pronunciation there. Thank you. Thank you. Um, okay, well... That's cool. So, you're a camping guy. In the in the meantime, I had to. I was moving all the cars, doing the major car shuffle, and uh, the project update number two, the Jetta. I try to move that. The battery's dead, so I jump that with my little battery pack thing, um, and then <clears throat> I can't freaking. It's like in a little bit of soft dirt, but uh, I can't back up. It was just stuck. And I was really surprised because the, it wasn't like sunk down super far. Turns out I try to, the, the wheel, one of the left wheel is completely frozen. Uh, the brakes had rusted and it froze up. And so I basically, I'm backing it out, dragging the wheel and, uh, I end up banging on it with a hammer. It was super stuck. 
Uh, and then I, I'm like going back and forth and trying to be on the cement to yeah, get it to catch. You should get that thing moving once in a while. Like, don't let it die or something. Yeah, I, I started know, it up not long ago. You're going to have to trade it in. And I know. It's, yeah. Yeah. I, Wait, I have, I have the... been starting it up every once in a while, but I haven't been driving it around. And I, I've just never seen that happen before yeah. in a regular car that... Uh, but it, uh, luckily it unfroze and I'm okay. And then my turn in date is in like two weeks or something like that. Yeah. So original time about, yeah, yeah. But you know, it's not that overdue. No, it should be fine. Oh, well, yeah, I'm not driving it. So yeah, no, um, <laughs> but yeah, I open the hood and there's like, we have mice up there and rats and shit and they're like making nests, but. Uh, so the clock <laughs> is look at you right now. You just bought a fucking camper for that same environment that's going to sit for 340 <laughs> days a year in that you're forest. Being, you're being optimistic. <laughs> Am I? I don't know. Um, okay. Well, you're you, worried that the rats are going to yeah, get to the that's thing. That's just rat central. No, they're, they're pretty well sealed up. The rats or the campers? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know exactly what the rats are. I don't know. No, those campers are pretty well sealed up. Like, I think, uh, you know, it's designed to be sitting. Uh, I mean, the that's true. Car motor that's, I don't, I don't know. That's life up yeah. in the redwoods is rats eat that. It's life in the redwoods, man. I don't know much about his forest, but I know he has you know, one. You're city folk. I don't expect you to. <laughs> I'm a lowlander. Yeah, exactly. Lowlander. <laughs> Things are different up in the mountains. <laughs> I know. I know we're gonna be we're gonna be neighbors soon. It's gonna be cool. <laughs> um, should we answer some questions? Sure. Do you want? I'm super motivated, dude. What's wrong with you? Yeah, what is wrong? Lane was like in good spirits. By at the, the way, start of the last podcast. Lane, today. Your favorite road trip snacks? Oh, what? Today is day three of the rally. Oh snap! Oh snap! Mind I'm blown. Super amped right now, bro. People could listen to it on the way home from the rally. Oh my gosh! How, really? I'm Think supposed to host this or something? I don't know. Uh, Paul of the Lights asks, "What are your thoughts on the cars Christopher Runge is building, and who are some other coach builders along those lines to check <laughs> to check out?" Um, so Christopher Runge does these little. Uh, he has a Volkswagen kind of Porsche. It's thing. like those uh, center seat uh, speedsters. Yeah, you know this this thing. Yeah, here? all of yeah. them. Yeah, we follow them. Um, and his car was featured handmade. a while back. Yeah, handmade, hand beaten panels, right? Hand hand. What's the guy who's doing the uh, uh, William Blake? He does the Ferrari 250 California recreation. Mm. Um, it's a bunch of interesting projects. I think he's like a younger dude too, huh? Based on his Instagram account, but really cool metalwork. Um, so the William Blake, I believe, is his name. Uh, yeah, I think someone pointed them out, pointed him out uh, to us in one of the comments yeah. a little while back. And then Rob Ida. Um, yeah, Rob does some, cool some stuff. really cool stuff. Apparently, he's a good guy as well, according to. I have uh, met him. Oh, you have too. Okay. Yeah. According to Mar, who Michael Allen Ross? Right? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, um, Dude, I invited Mar on the rally, kind of last Dude. minute. Not coming. I want Mar to come. Dude, he could freaking co-drive with uh, Chris. That's what I was saying. I I hit him up. I texted him. I'm like, "Dude, Chris doesn't have a co-driver. You should come with him." You know. Hmm. Uh, any other coach builders? Yeah, drive- Mole. Mole, Mole Mole's pretty awesome. He's local dude. to the area, right? Yeah, Oakland. Yeah, yeah Oakland's he does pretty. rad shit. He's like legit. How do you spell school. that? M O A L. Okay. Coach Builders, I think. Yeah, he's been around for a long time. For uh, a very hot, good, hot rod good name. Yeah, but kind of Italian, um, European inspired. Yeah, a lot yeah. of a lot of like Italian European influence in that in his designs. Art, do you have any that come to mind? 
No, yeah, the, the, you named everything that I that I was thinking of. Okay. How about Nothing. Bruce Myers? He's a coach and builder. Hewn fiberglass Myers Manx. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Such amazing. Amazing craftsmanship. <laughs> Pour, it in. Pour, Pour it in. Pour it in the mold. <laughs> Pour it. Hurry. Hurry. All right. Let it dry. Let it dry. It's like you gotta cut those edges. Where's that Dremel? You gotta, well, you gotta make sure that the that uh, bass flake that's mixed into the fiberglass is. Uh, <laughs> yeah. right. You don't want it to pool up. What if you made one look like aluminum, like you painted it shiny and had like beaten panel marks? Ooh, that'd stuff. be pretty sweet. <laughs> Fake aluminum. Walter Michael Wood says aluminum. Faux aluminum. Thank you. Yeah. You know what? We you missed, you. We missed yeah. you last week. Yeah. Where was that? I I, there, I was listening to the podcast, and there were a few moments where I could have chimed you in. Uh, you know, jo- uh, Jonathan Brown, he wrote that we miss Brian. Oh, thanks, yeah, On Jonathan. Facebook. Nice. He wrote that. Walter Michael Wood says, I wonder if you bought that Carrera, by the way. Um, oh, yeah, I wonder. Are you guys going to make a video of the rally for us to enjoy the people that couldn't get the time off? And for Lane, I want to make my chrome moldings of my 450 SL. I want to... But uh, I'm... A f- Take the chrome I, moldings sorry, off. I want to take my chrome moldings off. Is that what you're trying that, to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You totally should take them off. The pimp pimp strips or whatever. But I'm called. afraid that I might find bad paint or rust underneath them. Any tips? Do you think I should just leave them or take the risk and hopefully everything will be? Good no, under? I think you should take the risk. Wow. It, worst case, you can put them back on. Okay. Yeah. Take them up and then reglue okay. them. Yeah. Well, they're they're usually they're screwed under the wheel wells. Oh. So there's right, like right, two right. screws or whatever. Uh, they're hidden, you know. Uh, so yeah, I would just try one and see what's up and, uh, hopefully they did a good re, you know, if it was repainted, they did a good repaint. It's a California car, hopefully. And I, I just do it cause that's going to, it drastically improves the appearance of the R107. So yeah. they don't do, they don't use adhesive or anything for that. Uh-uh. That's good. It has a rubber gasket, which the rubber gaskets go bad a lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then it just has a couple of screws in the wheel well. Uh, so Lane, you've done it. You've actually removed quite a few of those. Yeah. So far, what's your success rate? Like, a hundred percent. Yeah. So that's what I hear. Like, uh, yeah. they actually did said the same thing in Wheeler Dealers. Remember when they did the R one hundred seven? Uh huh. Like, uh, it was. Yeah. They, they apparently somehow they don't rust under there. Very well, often. I mean, if you're not, if you're not screw, like, where would they, where would rust come up? Because you're not like fucking the paint up, right? Yeah. So there's there's not really that much risk for rust unless you live in like a crazy environment or something or you had like other damage under there for some reason because it has to be chip paint yeah go for it no no wait what was his other he had another question though are we gonna do a video oh yeah well we don't have any plans to do a video yeah we don't but i really but would Lane, like to Lane does his little videos i'll do a bunch of like iphone videos and yeah. stuff we and have then... grand plans of doing a video for every entrant Oh, oh yeah, did, yeah, that would be pretty sweet. But that takes a lot of fun. It takes a lot, dude. And I have my, I do have my 5D, ah. but I, it's kind of like I want to take pictures, and then you switching between, between video and pictures is kind of hard. And, Let alone like just finding it and just time. walking around. Yeah, yeah. so uh, we'll definitely throw out some cool like little iPhone cuts. Maybe a couple like you know super short ones, and a couple. I want to do a couple like two minute cuts Get or Joshy. one minute cuts let's put joshy robot on the case yeah, yeah. joshy will have some what um, we need is a, a traveling photo booth oh yeah for cars to roll into oh that would be even better yeah <laughs> but we'll, pro- we'll try and do as much as possible and then we have a bunch of uh 
photographers on the rally and stuff, so try and culminate all that. Oh, that's one thing. Yeah, I was trying to think of, like, there. It's weird that in this day and age, uh, there still isn't the the good photo sharing for like a lot of photos. I mean, yeah. Instagram is amazing for sharing a few, but Flickr's not for the collections. Best, it's still the best. Yeah. Even though Yahoo owns it, and it's yeah. Yahoo's going to shit. It's fucking Alibaba or whatever. Yeah, and Flickr has a good app for your phone. So you yeah. can just open it up yeah. and, and look at all the pictures. And I agree. I think Flickr is the, is the one. So uh, what I was hoping to do is, I don't know, I, I haven't looked at Flickr in a while, uh, but it'd be good to be able to post it in a similar group. I think I that's know. what they have. We did that last year, Yeah, and it was basically just Hooshy Pushy and I put, put I know. pictures. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be, uh, I don't know if people, maybe we can send an email out right after. We did that know. last year. Too. Oh, yeah, that's true. It's a, well, we yeah, can try it. This, we do can do that. it this year, and hopefully, yeah. you know. And we'll tell, we'll talk, I'll talk to people taking pictures this year and we'll tell them to put them all on Flickr and then we'll, you know, yeah. share them out. Yep. So. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Matthew Merritt asks, after spending months and a couple thousand dollars repairing rust on my 69 dots in 2000, at what point would you decline rust repair? Is rust repair more of a financial or sentimental decision? Dude, it's, <laughs> shoot, that's, uh. That's too deep. Well, <laughs> first it goes to structural. I mean, does it need to be done? Right. Or can you live with it? Right. Can the car function with it, with the rust that's present? Right? Sure. So if it, you have a hole in your frame or your door's about to fall off because of the rust, yeah, you got to fix that. Or you're, what are you doing? Yeah. It's not a car. It's a standing, it's a redwood forest yeah. art piece. Or, you know, if you are art and you have a problem with certain cosmetics well art should answer this question you mean any of us yeah why why are you targeting art i don't think any of us would want rust on anything no no but to what point do you stop i well i right i think it's one of those like i think a lot of people keep fixing stuff like that because it's the car they have, right? It's a, it's like they're comfortable with it. They already have it. So you're, you know, they end up fixing the stuff and they get in a deep hole and you kind of, you, you're like, Oh, I've already done this much. Might as well do a little more. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. but I mean, I think Lane, you, you could, you just went through this with, yeah, I went like, through it exactly. So yep. I definitely, I just, I fixed the like necessities and then I'm moving it on. Because I'm not the guy that wants a car with rust. Right. And for us, we we live in a place where it's unusual to find really rusty yep. cars. Yeah. Uh, at least more modern cars like Dragon Awesome is into. Of course, if you're looking at old 60s cars and stuff, it's going to happen. But uh, the for the most part, we're pretty fortunate. And to find a car that's rusty, knowing there's other choices for that same car, just no way. That's it for me. That's Dude, it right I mean, there. you're going to pay, what, like 20% more for a rust-free car as opposed to a car that's like Swiss cheese? It's like no-brainer, right? Yeah. But sometimes it I comes down to imagine. what you can afford, too. So, Yeah, the only thing for me is, like, I, I tried, you know, thinking about this, like, up and down <laughs> and sideways. And the only way that I would want to, like, go through this process, and, like, I'm just thinking of our buddy, um, 
uh, Chris uh, Nagley. He has a, an Alpha GTB that he literally stripped down to a bare shell and had all this rust repair done and all this shit done. And it was because it was a father-son project and, like, there's, like, sentimental value and all this other stuff. But he's spending way more money than he would have spent buying a really clean, nice right. car, it's like 80 grand in this car now. And so, I mean, that being said, the only way that I can picture myself getting that deep into something is if there's like some serious sentimental value there involving family, like, you know, like, uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's the only way. Otherwise, there's absolutely no reason. Like, just as you said, dude, I can go find another car, spend a little bit more money and, and be stoked and surface rust here and there, you know, or a little bit on, on, um, on a fender that can be replaced or whatever, that's fine. But like, like nasty cowl stuff or around the rear glass or, you know, that type of shit, I, I pass. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, even little bubbles, like I have one little bubble on my E30 starting on my sunroof. And it's like, that's not a big deal. I can repair it. It's a flat, probably the best case scenario really. But, um, and that's it. On my whole and car. it's all on the sunroof panel. And, yeah. And you can also choosing, replace the panel. You're choosing to yeah. let that go. So far. Yeah. It's not, it's not cancer yet. It's just starting. It's the only part of the whole car that has anything. Uh, who who has the red alpha that came to one of our cars in coffee? That's, that's Alex Jordan. Alex Jordan. Axel oh, that is, yeah, DeJore, okay. the one who had to cancel. So he had a pretty big, pretty big rust hole. Yes. He did. Yeah. There, there's one element here, too. I mean, <clears throat> Matt Merritt has a car already that he's been working with. You know, he's not in the market for a new car and making the decision rust-free for more money or rusty for less. Um, he has it. He's already done work on it. Uh, like one element, like with, Ac uh, with Alex, you know, he's waiting to paint it, you know, like you'll, he'll fix that rust when he paints it, I'm guessing. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so, uh, I mean, you can put off a lot of stuff if not, if it's, uh, not structural, like you guys are talking. So I think if it you is like a... put it to a forward yeah. uh, deadline, you know, I think his question though, he says, is it financial or sentimental? It's probably sentimental. It's sentimental. And then if you have the finances to do it, then great. But if it comes down to like Art was saying with Chris's Alpha, that's a sentimental project. Yeah, because it's not a, it's not a rational project. Yes, it's right. emotional. It's it's rarely a rational project. Right, because if it was, you wouldn't have old cars to begin with. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you'd be like, well, this. I wonder. I wonder what uh, Gary's Rods and Restorations would say about this. About rust. Rust. I would imagine that a lot of the restorations they do involve fixing rust. Totally. Like media 100% blast. percent of yeah. them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Me media blast first and, and, and then start from there. So maybe Cutting it's just sections. a given, you know? Yeah. And then if you want to redo there. a car, you either buy one that's been done up or yeah. you're doing it. Yeah. Well, the stuff guys? they do. It's also rarely worth it to restore a car. Yeah, it's emotional, that, right? Yeah. That yeah. kind of ties in what I was going to say. I don't know if I showed you guys this picture, but when I went, when I visited a uh, Rod Emery, uh, Rod Emery shop, um, I saw there were two, uh, 356 shells next to each other. And, uh, both of them had no floors, like literally com not, not, not because they had cut them out. Like they were just, they completely had rusted out on the sides. And he said that, that basically they just pushed them through with their hands and, uh, the firewall completely fucked up. And he's Jeez. like, yeah, dude, we get the, we get them like this all the time. They literally fabricate wow. cars from scratch. Like they, they get like bare bones of, of these cars, you know, but like a car like that, you know, like especially an early 356, totally worth it, right? Like, it's, right. especially if it's a speedster, like, you know, you, you spend $50,000 on a restoration, you're still fucking coming out way on top, right? I mean, and that's what uh, makes cars like uh, Rubens 2002 or 
just take like a really clean, a survivor, a one owner survivor 356 that, that has no rust is so special because mm-hmm. yeah. they, they are so prone to it. It's that whole it'll never be like that again yeah. thing too. Because sure, Rod Emery is the best in the business at redoing a 356, but it's never going to be the same pressed steel or aluminum or whatever they use. Steel. Steel. Floor. Well, and the original paint with the patina and all What'd that What did you say, Art? Uh, it's gonna be better, but I mean, it, that, is that well what you better? Want, but yeah, is that what you want, right? Yeah. Do you want? It's I, I get it. You yeah. appreciate that. I mean, the fact that it's still around and knowing how fragile they are and knowing exactly. how sensitive they are. Exactly. We, we have it yep. super good here too. Like so in Europe, it's we we follow this guy uh, uh, Split Bus Finland or something mm-hmm. uh, on Instagram, and he's showing pictures of a bus, a VW bus on a rotisserie, and he's just cutting the entire floor pan out. Yeah, it's welding all the panels. Yeah, and he's just doing it himself. But uh, you know, in in Europe, it's like with all of uh, the road conditions and the yeah. weather up there like i mean they they would probably laugh at us like oh you know that's why it's all n- these nice to be you guys you know yeah. in a rust free area that's why all these uh, r107s we're selling are going to europe you yeah. know and then uh yeah it's just like and then even like uh you know the guys at clutch kick and brad oh, yeah, from Cameron ohio Tub, they they're from ohio and they talk about stuff there like like Rick bought that Chevy Sprint and has rust around the windshield, like it's all bubbling up and yeah. stuff. And he's like, "Oh, this is nothing. This is oh, like, yeah, like in uh, Ohio, like this car would be like, you know, pristine. would have holes all over." Oh it yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Brad was saying that when he first moved to Reno, I believe he saw an '85 Accord drive by, and he's like, "Holy shit, those still exist," <laughs> <laughs> which makes perfect sense. Um, all right, next question: Clutch Kick Podcast. How about that? Predictions on number of breakdowns during rally. Prediction on who's first to break. Why is it my sprint? <laughs> uh, that's so funny because so, that's exactly what we were thinking. Last year we had a couple. We had uh, really? we had some repairs in the field, but we yeah. also had uh, the Z broke down. The Z was yep. out for good. Yeah, out for good. Um, we had a Porsche <laughs> fa- fail on the way to the rally, which True. That, that counts. Um, and then we had some good hack. Repairs. Uh, so numbers of numbers of breakdowns. We had a pretty good ratio last year. It was pretty decent. Like the fact that only three cars yeah. basically had any issues. Yeah. And the one car was, you know, some K- I mean, wire fixed it. It wasn't. I don't know, my video. perspective is it wasn't that big of a drive. So this is way bigger. You know. That's true. Um, with some, I think, kind of uh, more potential, uh, more difficult roads and such. So. Um, I don't know. I don't like to think. I don't this. like that. Yeah, yeah, this is like a bad. There's a, like a lot of bad karma. Yeah. Going on right no now. one's gonna break down. It's gonna go great. Yeah, and uh, the sprint's gonna kill it. It's, the sprint's uh, gonna get hero award. Yep. <laughs> I don't know how. Yeah. And I'm sure he's going to bring a tow rope. Yeah, bring a tow rope because we do have an SUV coming on the rally and a few like uh, modern, like a WRX with all wheel drive. So that we can we can work something out. And a guy with an E30 uh, riding on B. EFG uh, radials. That's true too. That, uh, has so much grip in the mud. Yeah, crisp handling. By the way, Art, you sound like you're on a little yeah with submarine. Just, yeah. a submarine. Oh, did I get all distant? Yeah, there you oh, go. There you are. What are you laying down? <laughs> <laughs> you all sprawled out with some grapes or something? Yeah, yeah. You, you'll see shortly. I actually took a picture of my podcast studio situation right now. Oh, oh good. Oh. I actually didn't tell you guys, but I've been podcasting from the NSX today. No, oh, yeah, that's rad. Uh, we have. 
we have guests. Uh, Amelia is being really fussy, so uh, and Jamie's watching a movie in the TV room, so oh. I didn't want to make any noise. So yeah. chilling in the car, uh, and I just took a snap right now, um, <laughs> and I had a microphone sitting on the console. You'll see in a second. I'm gonna post it. I can I can hear the squeaky brakes. Vtech <laughs> <laughs> yo, all right. Racing Ali says, in honor of the rally, what is the biggest hack you had to do to keep your car going in order to reach your destination? For example, on a rally I did while back, I had to use a metal can, cut it open with a bunch of safety wire, which I keep in my BMW 2002, to patch a big crack in my exhaust. It worked so well that I didn't even fix the exhaust for a long time after I after the rally. So, biggest. So hack. we've taught we we kind of. You had this question before, but I actually yeah. have one. Can't think of anything new. So I, I, w- I was reminded of it today, actually, because I have Firestone tires on my car. So if you guys remember, Firestone had a big problem in the late 90s. Tread separation. With the right. tread, the whole tread just flying off the car, basically, on yeah, the, the, on the explorers. explorers. I heard it was Ford tread gate. Something. Anyways. It was so Brian and I and our friend Prosseth and Evan were going down to L.A., <laughs> In my brother's Saab 900 uh, two-door mm-hmm. coupe, mm-hmm. and we were driving down there to go to a face-to-face concert in <laughs> on Hollywood Boulevard. Yes. And uh, we were behind a Ford Explorer, and the tread flew off the, the Ford Explorer. <laughs> oh, I didn't remember that detail. And all of a sudden, this Ford in front of us is like, oh, shit, goes off into the, the whatever, the shoulder, and... We hear this, there's this big old like boom under the car, like an explosion, right? And we don't think anything of it. We're like, oh fuck, we just ran over like tire or something, you know, like that guy's tire flew off. Um, we get to Hollywood Boulevard and, uh, right, it, it happens like right when we get down there, like, or Beverly Hills or something and the muffler separates and the pipe is hanging down forward. So we're dragging the opposite way of what you want oh, to drag. Shit. And <laughs> yeah. it is fucking like a tractor. It's just like, bah, bah. yeah. And so we, we went to a, um, a dry cleaner and we got some wire hangers. <laughs> and our friend Prosseth is a small Asian man and he climbed into the car and he tied up the exhaust. And it was still loud as fuck, but it wasn't hanging at this point. Right, right. So that was that was our uh, our hero fix. Basically. So that, that kind of reminds me of our lemons in the 944 when we got rear-ended by that Subaru team, uh, Festivus. Uh huh. Team Festivus, uh, and they knocked the exhaust off, and we got red or we got black flagged, had to go back to the pits. The exhaust is dangling. We're like, what the fuck are we going to do? It was like the <laughs> beginning of day two, super pissed because it wasn't even our fault. We got in trouble for it, kind of. No clue what to do. Out of nowhere, this guy walks over with his perfect metal strap <laughs> and is like, here you go. Dude, and we're I like, don't remember that. Holy cow. Yeah. We we like basically ran sheet metal screws into it, yeah. sent the next guy out. We never thought about the exhaust again. Yeah. Worked perfect. It was like a so miracle. Awesome. A lemon's miracle. Wow. A lemon's miracle. And then it was, <laughs> we had gotten the exhaust so tight up against the bottom that it was melting the bumper. Oh, <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah. yeah. The bumper rats were like fully melted off. Oh, man, that's the least of its problems, that yeah. car. We also yeah. did, uh, at lemons, we did weld our shock. Yeah. Into a solid unit. Right. That was yeah, the like first. basically pull the shock out, remove all uh, the actual the insert fluid. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And, and then weld, weld it, it back it up. up. 
Yeah, so that was a that was it's a little a different because it's racing, but that the, yeah, that's very memorable. Um, any any more you guys want to add? Uh, well, we, on the Bristlecone Rally, it's the anti fix. Uh, I yeah. some little ground wire broke uh, on the GTI, and the car died immediately, and uh, I couldn't find any of it, so I got stuck in <laughs> what's what's this town, Bishop, California, for. Three days or we something left crazy. Brian in Benton, California, which I learned later is a place for swingers to meet up. <laughs> oh, and, uh, it was Benton? And then you were towed to Bishop. Towed to Bishop. Yeah, so Benton Hot Springs. That's yeah. probably why the swinger thing. Key parties. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, I My car was pouring in. out coolant. You got towed by a 2002. And the yeah. best thing is our friend Ronnie, like two year, three years later, broke down on his motorcycle there. That was done up like a like a Dumb and Dumber like the Dumb and Dumber car it was what? all furry, oh. and uh, he broke down there and he, he was he hung out there for like five days so he could get it fixed. Yeah, damn. In Bishop as well, small towns. Yeah, Bishop. Um, so yeah, there you go. I'd love to hear what the listeners have to say about all that. I feel like there's got to be more, but I can't think of any off the top of my head. I got yeah one one quick one that's pretty lame and then one decent one uh, that, that because this one is pretty standard uh, kind of par for the course uh, my um, my four thousand CPS uh, Quattro that I had in college uh, radiator sprung a leak it was pretty small uh, and it was in the fins and I actually I did the egg trick I put uh, two two eggs in there like Ooh, full raw no way. Egg. Uh, yeah, and it I've worked. never heard of anyone actually doing that. Yeah, it either. <laughs> yeah, wow. It, it, uh, yeah. So, how like, far did you worked. go on it after that? Um, life, man. Well, it was. I, I, I actually don't think I ever replaced the radiator. You were a poor child. Wow. Poor college. Yeah, I actually never. I never replaced the radiator. I rocked it indefinitely. <laughs> although, although. I did blow the head gasket eventually, but it was unrelated to that. <laughs> did it smell like uh, breakfast? <laughs> uh, but that does work. Just giving you a heads up. If it's a small enough leak, it does seal it. Because, I mean, you know, the egg will just kind of escape out of there, and then it, it hardens, right, as it, like, into that area. Apparently so. Yeah, you'd think that wouldn't uh, be enough. So but... did that. That one's no a known one. Uh, this one was pretty hardcore. Uh, my first car ever, 71, 2002. Um so uh, the first week I had it, um, I it had been the car had been sitting for a very long time when I picked it up, and both front calipers were completely frozen, and so but the first week I had it, I I, I took them apart and re-greased them and everything, and I thought it would be good enough. So um, I was driving, you know, about uh, uh, back home from my girlfriend's, and uh, you know this is about she lived about ten miles away from my place, and so um, um, all of a sudden I my the car starts pulling super hard to the left. And I don't know what the fuck's going on. And um, I, I can straighten it out a little bit when I step on the brake. So I'm like, damn it, it's probably the caliper again. Um, and so I, I ter- get off right there at the Rio Del Mar exit. You guys know where this is, inside baseball. Um, and I go into that little shopping area to the right. And my right left oh, – I'm sorry, my left front brake is smoking, like fucking full on, on, on almost on fire. Um, and so I saw that the freaking uh, – the, the pistons had frozen. And so um, what I did is I actually uh, – um, I did have a tool bag in the trunk. I, I, I removed the caliper and then I hung it with a wire from uh, uh, from the spring up Whoa. top, and and I drove it home like that. Wow! Um, and the pistons, both pistons came out, and I lost them on the freeway, and I didn't care. <laughs> oh, dude, that's <laughs> gnarly. That's you were driving on the highway with one front brake. 
on the highway. I took how was that, on. dude? Was it just uh, pulling like crazy? Just carefully. Just don't use very... the brakes. <laughs> just carefully. <laughs> Sixteen <laughs> years old. Oh my god, you're just a fucking safety first. Slow lane, just cruised it. So I, I basically went over the hill there and then get off, got off at Buena Vista, which is so it's only, it was only like four miles or something. Right. You're crazy, dude. I like you. You cry. You cry. You crazy. I like you, but you're crazy. <laughs> so that that's probably my 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 most heroic one. Uh, but hmm, got that's home, crazy. I wouldn't have. I would have. That would have been a toe for me. Oh yeah. <laughs> Personally, uh, but you're you know what six. Oh, I did. Um, I did drive home from San Luis Obispo to Santa Cruz without a clutch. Oh yeah, you've told that story. Yeah. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. That's really good. That's not so much of a hack. It's not fix, a hack, but you know. But it's you a made hero. it. Yeah, you made it. Yeah. I drove over the Sierras, past Death Valley, up some mountains, then back over Yosemite, all the way to Santa Cruz with a leaking uh, coolant hose in my BMW. Damn, Damn son. that was bristle cone. I didn't. I just shit. remembered something. You know what was <laughs> what was off. more sketchy? You know what was more sketchy than me driving the car like that home? Was uh, jacking it up with that, that gnarly ass jack that is included in those cars. Oh yeah, um, it's tippy. I forgot what they, aren't they called like widowmakers or Super something? Super tippy. Super gnarly jack, and the car had a lot of rust, and that front left uh, jacking point was not too sexy. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Definitely rusty. I had a uh, jack but structural enough to like, do that. I had a jack slip out uh, on really soft asphalt. It just yeah. totally sunk into it, and That's the car scary. fell. Yeah, I wasn't under it, but uh, yeah, it was a Celica. We were doing some some stuff. Uh, Freezing Coffee asks, "What car is more rad with ITBs, individual throttle bodies?" My old S two thousand with ITBs was definitely more rad. Nine thousand redline, fuck the world. Uh, what car? <laughs> what car is it for the win, man? <laughs> more rad with ITBs. Yeah, I, aren't yeah, all, all cars all kind cars. of more rad with ITBs? Yeah. Absolutely. Isn't there a limit to what you can use them on, though? I mean, people do all these hacks with uh, motorcycle ITBs, but does, that's not going to pass smog here in California. Uh, but that's oh, yeah. but that's besides the point. Yeah. yeah Is so it more rad? rad? It's always more rad. <laughs> yeah. It looks so cool. I wish they'd do it. And it sounds amazing. Modern. Yeah, it does sound amazing. And it's very tunable. Um, so freezing coffee, yes. All the all things. things. <laughs> all of them. Do them all. Uh, Kylod asks, can Warren share more pics of the E30? Yes. And I can't wait to see the fresh white letters out and that glorious gray piece of German engineering without any damn compromises. <laughs> I know he's fucking wait, with me. there are compromises. Just uh, perform. <laughs> um, no compromises. Uh, more pics of the E30? Eh, it's just an E30. Nothing. Dude, you suck. Everybody wants to see it. Yeah, it's just yeah. pictures. Team yeah. Ash wants to see pictures or whatever. Team Ash does. Why? Yeah. Tell us why, why you don't post more pictures. I don't know. I'm not really like you a look drive at me. it every day. I'm not a look at me guy. It doesn't matter. It's not a look at me. You just take it's pictures. Your car. <laughs> well, maybe yeah. that. Maybe the thing is you don't drive far enough every day. Is like, that it? I think that is the thing. He doesn't really have any spots to yeah. like. He like, doesn't you see a great... cool spot and go, "Oh, I want to take a picture." No, it's a he's like, lot. "Oh shit!" He's like, "On this, there's three blocks." Uh, oh my driveway! Like, oh, I'm gonna stop for the 24 hour fitness. Take a school. school I'll be school. back in a little while, babe. I gotta go take some photos of the car. <laughs> yeah. Step yeah. of life, bro. That is probably it, though. Yeah, you'd have to take detours to do. I never think pictures. of like, oh, I should my car that I drive every day. Here it is. Well, I mean. 
it's not necessarily how it happened. You know, like you could just be walking up to your car and it's parked in a good spot yeah. and you take a photo, yeah. but you just don't run into that scenario very often because there's always buildings in the background and other cars. No, I think I always have that, but I just don't feel like it's like it's, it's been on there before. So people are like, eh, well, well maybe, you should, matter, maybe you should think again. By the okay. way, OEM oil leaks posted a picture of him cleaning his Tiger Shark shoes yeah. for the rally. So oh my that's God. pretty fucking sick. That's uh, trending on uh, hashtag Coastal Range Rally Prep. Yeah. <laughs> so awesome. Trending on that. Yeah, that's <laughs> one of the uh, top posts. He says, uh, yeah, Phil, Phil Dilzer says, best shoe ever made. I referenced yeah. it in the email that I sent out on Did Tuesday. Dilzdorf? Dillsdorf, Gillsdorf. <laughs> Lane always says that. Do I? Yeah. I just talked to him today, actually. I'm super stoked, I'm super stoked on his car. Hushy Pushy yeah, no asks, any tips on not getting lost on the rally? I got lost last, lost last year. I have okay. no tips other than uh, read your directions yeah. and follow some people. I think I'm going to get lost, too. <laughs> well, that was the problem with him is that he was following me the whole time, and then when, when we stopped, remember – we're coming down uh Nascimento Ferguson. Yeah. Uh like I actually like I bailed and he stayed taking pictures and he he didn't have oh, I don't yeah. know, like, he didn't know to go simple. left. Yeah, he didn't go he went right. Uh, <laughs> so uh by the way this this podcast comes out after the rally. So this isn't going to help him but um the Santa Barbara section is really confusing. It's all like so confusing. Warren and I were like, we went back and forth like three times. Direction wise, well, I changed that one section, but uh, okay. it's not. An, it's still going to be hard because it's a lot of streets that turn into other streets and slight left here, and you know, yeah. and continue on this road by taking a slight right. It's like I hate yeah. that crap. Yeah, that is the worst. But uh, anyways, I was thinking two people can just enter in a section like the road we're going to be going to on their phone and just use that. But it's not the problem is we're just not doing a direct route I know. in most cases. I know. In and, almost every case. And Google hates it. They man, yeah. using Google Maps, it like, will fight you to the death. So, dude, it is so <laughs> hard wrestling with Google Maps. No. It's been my last two weeks of my life. Me too. Goodness. I feel this pain. Yeah. And I'm wrestling with freaking Microsoft Word, which I hate. Uh, but I feel uh, that pain too. I mean, there there probably is a solution out there that we don't know about. For any of you listeners, if you know of a way to plan routes and like send those so people can open an app in their phone and actually like follow the route that you've prescribed. Right. That would that would be awesome. That would be awesome. Hmm. We gotta think about that. But as far as Hushy Pushy goes, follow art. How about that? The real Gordon the real Gordon Dumas I don't know if this is a question. He says polar opposites RWB nine nine three or Singer 911, or maybe uh, both. He's saying which one? It says polar opposites. Like, yeah. are those polar opposites? He's saying they are polar opposites. Which one would you want? That's what he's Does asking. He he's asking Driving While Awesome that question? Yeah. Does he listen yeah. to this podcast? Oh, my goodness. There, there must be like... some confusion with the question, because we need yeah, clarification, singer, but of course. nobody... Uh, singer. Yes. Singer. And I fucking light the RWB on fire. Yeah! Woo! Lane's smiling right now. Brother. How about this? A question for Lane. RWB993 or nothing? Nothing. <laughs> Walking? Especially the 993. Those are the Walking. worst ones. Walking. Lane, what you could do, just pull all the RWB shit off, and then you have, like, crazy radius fenders and modern I know, like that. Huh? <laughs> that might be better, actually. That would be better. Uh, Left Roast asks, 
Hi, guys. Love the show. Moving to Vancouver from Australia, looking for a cool but solid car for some road trips. Budget around 15000 Canadian. E46, dare I say E63 6 Series. Anything uniquely American worth considering? No. Uniquely American. I mean, Mustang. Yes. yes. Mustang. Yeah, exactly, Warren. Mustang. So one thing that I recall from going, and I used to go to Australia quite a bit, like their shit is like, I mean, import cars there are really, really expensive. They have crazy fucking import, dude. Yeah, but isn't a Mustang kind of like what they have out there? It's like Ford Falcons and and Holden's and all that shit. I know, but you're right. It's the same thing. It's just a different body. Like slightly different yeah, body. It's V eights and rear wheel drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well Ford. no, well this is here's my here's my proposition. I actually looked this I saw this question before before oh, we started. Let's hear it. And dude, you can get a twenty fifteen EcoBoost for eighteen grand. Mm, okay. Um so I think that if you uh, you know by, by the time he gets here, if he looks around a higher maybe, you know, something that's used, uh V sixes are readily available in the sixteen grand range. I did find them with a manual transmission. Like but the I, newest I that, generation? The newest generation, yeah. Which um, is so what, 15 plus? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? So, I don't know. That was well, my it's pick. it's not I, that I, crazy. I They're like $25,000 cars new, so. Depreciation, yeah. Right. Um, no, that's a good, if he's, he's obviously open to something American, but we're saying that there's, that's a really small so that's pool. $11,500. Okay. I would say, uh, I mean, I don't know if you need Canadian weather. And in Canada, safe. shit's more expensive. Either. But uh, I would try to find a, an E36 M3 for myself if I was in that budget, $10,000, $11,000. So he says, cool but solid car for some road trips. Yeah. That'd be good. So, Just go through it. Yeah. Solid. Buy an E36 M3, have it gone through. Hey, even if you want a sedan for road trips, you can pile it in, you know, make it happen. Um, how about a manual uh, a 3 Series touring wagon, manual? I bet you that's probably pretty hard to find up there, but um, especially in rear wheel drive. But... I don't know. I, I think that you would find a lot of the uh, the XIs or whatever, the, the all wheel drive versions. Yeah, for sure. Um, those are more rare with the manual, but uh, yeah, that's. I think that would be cool road trip. Kevin so, got one with the manual. Auto works detailing. Dude, we uh, project car update <laughs> sort of. Um, we we have one at the shop that's going to be totaled for uh, water leaks. It got water into the car and. It's not that expensive. Basically, to fix it, it's like carpet kit and 12 hours labor and all that yeah. stuff. And all the seals. So um, the insurance is going to total out. And some people in the community where I work want to do a lemons race car. Oh, it's a wagon manual? Yeah. E That's a four-wheel drive? No, rear. Oh, cool. That's for 325 or 330? Or? 325. Or 323? 328 or 325. Okay. Um, manual, it's uh, maroon on tan. Is that wonderful? It's wonderful, pretty much. <laughs> I was thinking of uh, what livery did BMW use in that era? Anything cool? Nothing, right? It's too bad. Yeah, nothing really cool around that point. Jumps out. What, like, what year is it again? It's a E46. 2000s. Yeah. yeah. Early 2000s. I don't know. What kind of racing are we watching with BMW? There'd be like Turner racing or, or like something. DTM maybe. Yeah, but the DTM cars were so crazy though. I know a lot of a lot of stuff going on. They weren't very cool, like uh, color wise. Right. Um, hey, uh, hope that so answers this question. You're so you guys are just saying no to American cars. So no, no, I we, mean road trip stuff like for uh, twelve grand, you could 
he, you know, I'm assuming because he's writing to DWA, he's probably talking about sports car stuff. That's kind of what I thought. I mean, another angle would be a fun road trip car, like a classic American car, which you could get a pretty cool one for twelve grand. Like I don't know, you know, like an old Falcon or <laughs> oh, uh, I see, like Impala a vintage or, vintage or car, yeah, Cutlass yeah, convertible, or Vista. Or weird shit, you know, Vista Cruiser, Vista Cruiser, yeah, a <laughs> uh, six door yeah. Fleetwood Cadillac, six door, they made those. Um, Mainly for the boring side, homes. Oh. and something that would be dual purpose for him, like I mean, a Subaru, like a bug guy, Subaru wa- WRX wagon. Yep, I that's not that. a bad car or something like that. Road bug, that so that'll be like five thousand dollars or something. Yeah, but up in Canada, it's probably a little more. And he can use it for you know he's going to need an all-wheel drive car. I mean, eventually, right? Yeah. And he can do long-distance stuff. He can throw shit in the back. Um. Seems like a good good option. Yeah, yeah. Actually, the more I think about it, then a, a all wheel drive BMW is a good choice too. I mean, it's fine. Get one without any oil leaks if you can. The oil pan gaskets all leak, and it's like a eight hour job, ten hours or something. Why well, um, you have to take the whole subframe apart and stuff? Yeah, the axles run through the oil pan. Oh, sweet! It's pretty cool. Yeah. What are those? What are those? Um, like big gigantic. The Caprice-based wagons with the with the fake wood trim. Come on, Art. We already talked about this. God damn it! You just talked about it. I just no. I said we talked about this when I was talking about cars that not to overlook any American cars. And I was oh, saying the name, all the yeah. Buick Roadmasters. Buick Roadmaster, that thing. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Dude, that's a great... How's that for a fucking long-distance hauler yeah. cruiser? Uh, that has an LT1 V8 rear drive and four miles per gallon. No, I don't know. And you're equally American. <laughs> yeah. Bench seats, uh, two rows of bench seats plus the rear-facing seat, so it seats seven or eight. Does it, does it have a self-leveling leveling rear suspension? I think it might be optional. I think I do. Yeah. The road Could be optional. Hmm. Um, yeah, so that's a, that's a possibility. Is it pouring out right now? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Right. This is when it's supposed to come down. Uh, Wagon Man 71. It's snowing where we were driving. What? It's probably snowing no, where dude. we were. It's not raining as much down south. Okay. Yeah. Don't you worry, Lane. Wagon Man 71. Best BMW or Mercedes for three to $5,000. Whichever one's available. Yeah. For sure, the, the best one you can find. I mean, the best the model can... is going to change because it yeah. depends on what's out there. E twenty eight, E thirty six. There are a E30. lot of shitty cars for three to five thousand. Yeah, and there's some good ones probably too. Like, That's so the question. It's just the best it... car you could find for that price. So there's Meaning a million models. Best condition, the yeah. cleanest. Yeah. Car you can find. And what are you doing with it? Are you doing a long commute? Do you want it for fun back roads? Are you trying to, you know, drive it every day all the time? Yeah, a lot of choices. Uh, How about a 190e? Sure. Yeah. If it's a really nice one, you get a really nice one for that. So you guys are both saying it's condition above yeah. everything else. Yeah. Yeah, for that yeah. price, fuck yeah. Hard to say because you could say E30, um, E36, just a 325 yeah. i or something. Yeah. Or 328. Dude, you can buy a 336 M3, but not a good three condition. to five thousand yeah. art. Like yeah, I mean, a, on the high end, if he goes to five thousand, um, and then I yeah, just get like a uh, you know good mechanically sound high mileage E thirty six M three. I think that's a really good proposition. Uh, but see, I'd rather send someone to get a perfect or much better three twenty five IS instead of a high mileage uh, expensive. Or just car a three twenty five I. Yeah, expensive or, car to maintain. Mm. Yeah, I mean. That, 
That's Something the goes same. wrong. I mean, they're all expensive. They can. Yeah. You need control arms. Uh, they're not That's cheap. You need you know, same all with a normal out. Beamer. I mean, they're twice as much for an M3 though. Special for that car. Uh, I would. I'm I don't just know saying, what D36 is. If you uh, maybe a five series with a manual transmission. Straight you can get an E34, you yeah, can E28. Yeah, e, I was, yeah, E528. 525i. Yeah. Something like that. That's got Dude, that, that E30 motor that's it's like It's like the $1,000 basic. car question. You just buy the best one you can find. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, we need more information, Wagon Man. I'm sorry. Oh, he's a Wagon Man, so maybe he wants us to say it. Dude, here's so a picture I just, of a Caprice uh, Wagon. I Googled this right now while you were chatting. Uh, 1996 Buick Roadmaster Wagon. Bonus trivia. What is the city miles per gallon and the highway miles per gallon? I'm going to say 12.18. That's what I was going to say. Brian? Uh, 8.12. 17 city, 26 highway. What? Wow. That's I, really good. That, that gearing. It's that gearing, yo. That's better than my E34 M5. That's like, yeah, that's amazing. Um, Analog Cars on Film says, what are your thoughts about other people driving your cars? I think we've talked about this recently, right? Yeah. Um, I think it depends on the scenario and uh, how drunk you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> for yeah. sure. It's a fair summary. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, it's so hard to say. But we don't see case by case. Well, then Art, Art like wants people to drive his cars, so that's yeah, a different that's scene. Yeah, I don't think it's super complicated. I'm I'm pretty open to other people driving my cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With me, I have a system. Like, if you see me wearing my keys around my neck, just go ahead and grab them. Um, if they're not visible, that means I don't want you to drive my car. So, it's crazy. <laughs> That's weird. Wow. <laughs> Left pant leg is rolled up. Got <laughs> a carnation in my lapel. Drive my vehicle. Basking Shark Media. <laughs> Why don't you see anyone lowering trucks anymore? I was thinking how rad the new F-150 would be on some coilovers and Volk TE-37s with sticky would tires. Would it really? I think so. I like this question. Yeah, dude. Typhoons. Like too. Typhoons. <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> or uh, with lightnings. And uh, the SS Silverado. Let's do it. The 454. Yeah. And how about uh, the older, the square bodies where you put the rally wheels on, the big tires? Yeah. Like the freaking one from Dazed and Confused? Yeah. C10? Yeah. And some fucking NASCAR steelies? NASCAR shit. Oh, I misunderstood. I misunderstood this question. I thought he was saying, like, why are people, like, lowering modern F-150s? Well, that's yeah, that's saying. what he did say, but... I see a uh, a short bed standard cab Silverado or something, and those, that kind of low... Yeah, stand. it has to yeah. be a it has to be a short bed and a single cab, though. Yeah. And single cabs, they don't really make single cabs anymore. It's yeah. harder. Kind of that could like, be the Ford answer. Ford doesn't make a single cab. They're all the... They all have the window behind. Yeah. And, and a... For a car to look at a truck to look at lower, I think it has to be a short bed single cab. I think there's also something too about like how tall the grills are nowadays. Like that might look a little awkward lower. It needs some some doing with that lower balance. Something has to be NASCAR. Yeah. I don't know. I like Side it. Pipes. Side pipes too. I I, I don't like. Uh, <clears throat> I don't uh, think it hasn't been done for a while. Like who who's done a special edition that's worth even talking about uh dodge made the viper truck oh yeah okay six speed manual that's pretty it's pretty awesome yeah and they were talking about doing a hellcat um powered truck mm-hmm. that could be know. cool and a hellcat powered uh they're doing the cherokee. Cherokee. don't know just don't know man 
All right, last question. Christian Babineau, what are your favorite road trip snacks? Riley's beef jerky. I don't know about this Riley shit, but beef <laughs> Dude, jerky this is the Brian, one he tried to get us on no, last year. Brian started an Instagram account for them <laughs> unsolicited. Meanwhile, they wouldn't give us the time of day. Yeah, they're like, no, yeah, stop it. That was exactly what they said, Warren. <laughs> no, it's like the same tone of voice and everything. <laughs> Didn't care about my it. sales pitch. I do love beef jerky. It's so expensive, though. Yeah, jerky's Great road trip food, though. Uh, I do like sunflower seeds. If you got the like a long, mm. a long straight. Too messy, dude. What, what do you, you do with cup, them? A cup. Uh, what do you mean? Too messy. Too messy. Too messy. Oh, I'm not good with sunflower I'm not seeds. dealing with that, dude. Yeah. In the a, car. A no way. No. What are you talking about? I'm not dealing with sunflower seeds in the fucking car. This is coming from the guy with fucking children running amok. In his car. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, all right, that's my three draws the line. All right, sunflower seeds. Whatever. Can't have a cup in my car. I like to eat the messiest food you can find. <laughs> that Here, is fine. not. So check this. I eat ribs. This... Trail mix. Garlic. The natural granola bars or whatever. All right, Those go. Are good. Yeah, like Old Sun Valley or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Nature's uh, Valley. Those are so messy. Yeah, exactly. I have a thing. I have a thing where like I don't I don't usually eat fast food, but when I'm on a road trip, I always have to have a double western bacon cheeseburger. Like, <laughs> Whoa, that's a weird. That's, that's a very awesome. specific. That's awesome. Right. We did. Like, we I never just, had one on our road trip, part. I know. On dude. either of our road trips we've been on. I was struggling, dude. No, on either of them, dude. We definitely should have added that into the rally route. That would be pretty sick. You, yeah, you didn't tell. Yeah, we could have done a stop. I was about to end the rally at an In-N-Out Burger, <laughs> but I didn't think that would fly. Um, Lane and I, on our road trip, we had breakfast in Paso Robles, lunch in Ventura, dinner in King City. Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> Some saddest Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> they were so happy to see us. We were, like, upbeat and all, like, we had our teeth and stuff. And, like, they're all, like, oh, Dude, man, they were so like, nice. They're like, ordering hard food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah is that why they have like milkshakes? The- that gourmet Angus version or whatever, they're like yeah, freaking out. Exactly. Yeah, I'll have your finest burger. Oh man. Um, well, I think that's a podcast. Oh wait, trivia time. Oh. Did I? Did listeners think we were going to forget trivia? Come on. Um, haven't done this in a while, so it's time. Let's do some auction sales results. Like, test your Sweet. knowledge on what you guys think is going out there in the world. Oh, no. Um, all right. How about you go first? Is that okay? Down. Are you, are you there? You said I'm down. Kind of. <laughs> okay. I'm down. He's drinking Razor 5 in his passenger seat of his Acura. <laughs> Big old weird fucking... Alien-looking microphone. No, he's driving. He's drinking his favorite sour. His, his yeah, go-to yeah. monk. Go-to monk. My go-to. My go-to sour. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Hit me. Are you ready? This uh, auction. Me. This is uh, from Sports Car Market Magazine. This uh, this auction was at RM Sotheby's in Milan. Nineteen ninety-two Ferrari F forty coupe, red on red. Mm. What? Red interior. Oh, oh yeah, the, the red seeds. Come on. Yeah. yeah. 26,000 exactly. kilometers. This is from Sports Car Market. A perfect F40, just reconditioned from an official Marinello shop. New exhaust tires and seals made it absolutely perfect. Condition 1. Not the one that I would buy. Not the one you would buy. No, no, no. 
but uh, um, maybe auction. Oh door my god! Type or what are you doing? He's thinking. Absolutely. He's thinking. No, no, I'm actually like I'm, I'm tapping my door panel. He's so thinking. Sounds like hard false. plastic. Oh yeah, that's an accurate. That's right. Uh, fuck, dude. I mean, two mil. Two mil from one, Arturo. One point eight five. Fuck you. I was gonna say one one point seven. One point seven. <laughs> two point one. Two point one. Okay. You guys are living in the past a little bit. That's okay. I'm not gonna fault you for that. One million ninety one thousand dollars for a perfect F forty. They went really? down that much. On. Dang, dude. This is good. Ready, ready to be really. They went down. Wow. This is a spare million I wouldn't miss. Down for this car. Wow. Um, perfect. Perfect. A number one reconditioned car in Italy. So just to confirm, I won that round. Okay, thank you, Lane. This is at a Mecham auction in Kansas City, Missouri. 1979 Subaru Brat Pickup. Yeah. Red with white graphics, tan vinyl, 69,000 miles, uh, yada, 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 uh, light UV damage, et cetera, et cetera, reupholstered seats, uh, period aftermarket mud flaps, condition three plus. Sounds beautiful. Um, three plus. That's not great. No, but any Brat's three plus, even if it was just restored. Right out of the factory, it was three, mm-hmm. three plus. Ronald Reagan's brat. <laughs> I'm going to say 11. Okay. It's just a tough one. I mean, who who knows the brat market, right? Shit. What was the mileage again? Uh, 69, 255. Um, let's see. I mean, it's so funny. They talk about it like it's a... Bumpers are a bit dull. (laughs) (laughs) Let's hear it. Let's hear the description. Okay, you want it? Yeah. Okay. Aftermarket roll bar, front brush bar, and steel spoke wheels, all painted matching white. Good trim off repaint and replacement graphics. Good door and tailgate gaps. (laughs) Slightly off for the hood. Light UV damage to bumper ends. Said bumpers are a bit dull, but don't overly clash with the repaint. Rear bumper is discolored where it had a decal affixed for quite some time. Rear Subaru emblem looks to have been painted aluminum silver, but done well. Reupholstered seats and re-dyed dashboard. Aftermarket steering wheel cleaned off under the hood and generally tidy to include the spare tire, a distinction that it also shares with Corvair's, the spare being mounted slightly over the engine. Period aftermarket mud flaps, condition 3+. plus. I'm going to say $8,500. That was Fuck, that was a great description. Uh, I was gonna say eighty five as well. I'll do nine. Brian wins eighty two fifty. Yes, nice, dude. You guys are good, man. That was impressive. I wouldn't be surprised if you guys were like, you know, what would you have guessed? Eighty two fifty. I'm just surprised you guys guessed it. Uh, all right, this is from Rich Penn in Toledo, Iowa. Never heard of it. Uh, Rich Penn, that is. 1995 Chrysler LeBaron GTC convertible. Yeah. Which this, one? This is Whoa, the, it's a convertible one? Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> this is the later, like, more swoopy, uh, like, rounder edge uh, style. It's red on... Next. It's red on white vinyl. Oh, God. And it's got red trim. Like, no black on the outside of the car. It's all red. The, oh, gr- the grill's red. The bumper's red. Oh. Red. What? 
This was at an auction. <laughs> Dude, yeah, what no, auction was no, that? No wonder you haven't heard yeah. of it. Art, where were you that day? <laughs> you didn't fly out. This is like a farming equipment. How many auction. miles? What's the deal? All right, let's get it. Eighty-seven thousand five hundred twenty-five miles. Three-liter fuel-injected V6 and an automatic. Imagine that. Optional tilt steering column, cruise control, rear defroster, original paint with cracking on the rear bumper covers, paint scrapes on the left front bumper corner. Oh, sounds like a beauty. Over the left front wheel and on the right side of the trunk oh lid. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Rear quarter window seals are hard and cracked. Yellowed headlight lenses. Oh stock wheel covers and newer radials wheel on the covers. stock steel I wheels. I can't believe somebody was here listing all of these items. I can't like, believe they put this in sports car market. Yeah. Less seat wear than expected for 87,000 miles and 21 years. 87,000 miles could have nothing. <laughs> Heavier wear and fading on the aftermarket floor mats. Shift lever cover or boot is broken. Broken off and missing. Oh my god! Aftermarket wrap steering wheel. Why is sports car market covering this <laughs> yeah. used car engine compartment that was washed off? Condition three minus. What's the lowest rating on the scale? Um, I think four. Dude, I'm going. I'm going twenty eight hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, I'm going fifteen hundred dollars. <laughs> oh shit! It looks I, better I, in I, this I, one photo than you'd think. Let me. I can't show you because the price yeah, is yeah. right next to the picture. Go alright. Thirty-two hundred. So, so wait, eighteen, eighteen hundred, twenty-eight, thirty-two. Art wins thirty-four ten. <laughs> yes, dude, nicely done. It says uh, last time I checked, these final year iterations of a K car convertible are not becoming hot collectibles. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see, sold well enough for a minty cream puff, which this isn't. So someone didn't didn't get a good buy there. Take it to auction, though. What what kind of uh, feedback is this getting? I don't Take know. shit cans to auction. Yeah, you never know. Two weirdos in the audience. All right, last one. 1948 Nikon Camera 1. Sick. Fewer than 1,000 made. Impractical today as they use non-standard film. This is the Nikon 1, the oldest Nikon the oldest surviving Nikon camera. Oh, my God. Dude. That, oh, that was it. Now you're waiting for us to... Are you see this? Let's, let's go now. I was like, we, we know the Nikon... <laughs> go for it. <laughs> Nikon camera market? Come on. This is... This I'm is, a Canon guy, dude. I don't know like Nikon. This is checkers, dude. Come on. <laughs> I know Canon, if you ask me. Oh, about, yeah, the yeah. oldest Canon. Yeah, yeah, right, I'm going to say $550. Okay. I mean, it's the oldest known fucking Nikon <laughs> in the world or something. It looks exactly Indiana like, Jones found it in, like, a temple or something. Maybe. Uh, Maybe. We just don't know, dude. This sounds like a good bidder. He's going to bid this thing up. <laughs> He's going to heckle everyone who's bidding. <laughs> How do you... 5,800. <laughs> you said 800? No, I said $550. Oh, 550, 5,800. It's a big discrepancy so far. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't think those are very valuable. I can't. Yeah, it's just an old camera. I think it's like an eight millimeter camera or something. You know? It's no, no, it's, it no, uses it's a thirty-five millimeter non-standard film. Oh. Can't even. Yeah, buy I know it. what I'm saying. Like just like old eight millimeter cameras, even though they're cool and vintage, like they're worthless. Um, I don't know. The oldest known though, uh, twelve hundred bucks. I don't know. Four hundred and seven thousand dollars. Oh yeah, yeah. They're not valuable. Art mm -hmm. says no one Holy gives a fuck. Shit. The oldest surviving Nikon camera, the Nikon One. This is so some some museum bought it or something, huh? Don't know. Wow. Four hundred and seven thousand dollars. Crazy. I mean, it's two Boy, people I really wrong. wanted that thing. 
That's the key. I, I wanted to see a picture of the LeBaron oh, and the camera. That's the camera on the top. Um, it looks just like a it looks like a normal 70s, little vintage camera, yeah. Silver like, Nikon. like something art would use nowadays. Yeah, but <laughs> really cool looking. Uh, that's a kind of a, impressive. So where's that LeBaron at? Whoa, I think so red. Yeah, it's like lipstick red. Yeah, it is, everything's it is nicer red, looking than the description. But like the grill and everything. It's yeah, red. super Let red. red. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a real beauty actually. You can see how it got bit up. Those hubcaps and stuff. I mean, wow. you picture yourself cruising down the highway. Oh, that's with so ugly. Wind in your hair. John Voigt by your side. John Voigt would not. I'm be still back that. in the LeBaron rally. I like it. I like the idea still. And too. Well, that's a podcast. Uh, is a podcast. Next episode, you will hear our roundup from our rally. <laughs> Maybe a little uh, live stuff from the rally. Oh, that's true. Oh, I forgot about we that. We don't want to make any promises. Allerchaboy.com. Yeah. Is that Whoa. it? Yeah. I bet that's taken. By the way, um, I just I went and looked this up now. I looked up this camera. Uh, it's pretty sick. It looks like an old Leica M- uh, M9 it or just something. Looks like but yeah. any other. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Check this out, though. Um, on top, it says Made in Occupied Japan. Whoa. That's 1948. Pretty, yeah. Yeah. Pretty trippy. Pretty, that is pretty trippy art. Actually, you finally used that First correctly. time you used it. <laughs> yes! <laughs> funny story, too. That was a funny story, and it was trippy. Lane's about to break your... Uh, your don't break it. Oh, he's broken it. Your oh, uh, toe hook cover. Yeah. Nothing's toast. I'm just chipping it all is. the paint off. It is toast. Um, oh, good. All right, well, we'll see you all later. Bye. Yeah, thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Mahalo. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Riley's beef jerky. I don't know about this Riley shit, but beef Dude, jerky. This is the one he tried to get us on last no, year. Brian started an Instagram account for them. <laughs> unsolicited. Meanwhile, they wouldn't give us the time of day. Yeah, they're like, no. Yeah. Stop it. That was exactly what they said, Warren. <laughs> no. It's like the same tone of voice and everything. <laughs> Didn't care about my it. sales pitch. I'd-